this Sunday. Friends, the purpose of this podcast is to reveal the light, and the light is the Ten Commandment law and prophecy. And right now, God's people need light because our world is in darkness. The Bible says, and to the law and the testimonies, if they speak not according to this word, it's because there's no light in them. Is your pastor or church leader rejecting the law of God? Is your pastor or church leader encouraging you to reject the signs of the times? If so, no rain is falling in these churches. The culture inspired by faith, hope, and love is calling you out. Please come out of these hot iron local churches. And as you come out, come into the biblical Sabbath, which is commonly called Saturday. Come into prophecy. Come, my brother. Come, my sister. Into the keeping of God's law by faith. As we sing spiritual hymns of praise to our God. Many Christians believe the appearance of the man of sin is something that is future. No, my friends, the man of sin is here, and the filthiness of his mouth is to destroy lives with sin. According to the New York Post, on December 18, 2021, the headline says, quote, Pope Francis says, sins of the flesh aren't that serious, end quote. Friends, listen to this short clip from Sky News on December 9th, 2021. Please listen. Mention the Pope and uh, great news for libertarians, hedonists, adulterers, uh, all the rest of them, Brendan. Uh, the Pope, apart from uh, lambasting the Europe, Europeans about going woke, he said, oh, no, no, the sins of the flesh. Don't worry about the sins of the flesh. I mean, what's a little bit of touching and massaging amongst friends? <laughs> what did you make of this story? <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, I was really depressed because it came far too late for a Catholic like me. We were told about the <laughs> sins of the flesh constantly when we were, you know, young lads going to confession to tell the priest about the terrible things we'd done to ourselves. We got a lot of flack for those things back in the day, and now suddenly the sins of the flesh are not so bad. I think it, what it demonstrates is that even the Vatican is becoming increasingly relativistic and finds it hard to hold the line on its own values. Friends, I must say this. We must understand God's will. And God's will is for you and me as Christians to confess our sins to Christ because Christ alone is our high priest. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14 is very clear that Christ is our high priest. So the question of the hour is simply this. To whom will you confess your sins? Will it be the priest of this earth or will it be the high priest in heaven? If we choose to confess our sins to the priest on this earth, we'll be lost. But if we confess our sins to our high priest and forsake our sins by the power of God, we'll be saved. The choice is yours. The choice is mine. I digress. Friends, Pope Francis is telling the world not to worry about the sins of the flesh. But what does the Bible say? Please turn with me. To Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 through 21. Friends, please hear what the Spirit says. The Bible says, Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, 
witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envying, murder, drunkenness, ravelings, and such like of the which I tell you before, as I have told you in times past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Friends, the Bible is clear that everyone who profess to be a Christian must depart from the sins of the flesh in order to enter the heavenly kingdom. We must understand this. There will be no sinning in heaven. We must give victory over sin right now. Friends, the Pope is spewing his deadly wine. His purpose is to keep man away from the true Savior. The Pope is shaping man into himself by not revealing the true gospel to the people, keeping them in sin. When God created man, he did not create man in the image of iniquity, but the image of Jesus. We lost the image of God when our parents selected sin over righteousness in the garden. But God's plan is to reform us, give us victory over sin, and victory over the flesh. If any man continues to reject the path of reformation of the soul, established at the cross by Jesus, if we choose to remain in sin by accepting the teaching of the man of sin and living by the flesh, we will be destroyed. The Bible is very clear in Revelation 21 verse 8. It says, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake of fire which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Friends, we must repent and come to Christ and forsake sin and the sins of the flesh before it is too late. The Lord says, Seek me, and ye shall find me when you search for me with your whole heart. Jeremiah 29, verse 13. Praise the Lord. If you or me hold on to sin, we will receive the mark of the beast. How so? Because sin is the image of the man of sin, which is the Pope. Yes, friends, if we choose sin over the righteousness of God, we are accepting the Pope as our God and Babylon as our church. If we choose Babylon, we will receive the punishment of Babylon. So question, what is the punishment of Babylon? Friends, it's the seven last plagues. Please grab your Bibles and follow me. The Bible says in Revelation 15 verse 1, And I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels having the seven last plagues, for in them is filled the wrath of God. Number two, who are the plagues for? The Bible is very clear. They're for Babylon. The Bible says in Revelation 18 verse 8, it says, Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death, mourning, and famine. And she, Babylon, shall be utterly burnt with fire, for strong is the Lord who judgeth her. Friends, notice the same punishment of fire for those who live by the flesh is the same punishment for Babylon. Number three, if we remain in sin, 
we will accept the mark of sin. But Jesus gives us a final warning in Revelation 14, verse 9. If any man worships the beast and his image and receives his mark in his forehead or in his right hand, will drink the wine of the wrath of God. And finally, number four, the Lord Jesus is calling us out of the Roman Catholic Church system. He's calling us out of sin and Sunday keeping. Revelation 18, verse 4. The Lord says, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plagues. Friends, because Jesus loved us so much, he wanted to save us from destruction that will soon come upon Babylon and unrepentant sinners. My brother and my sister, the sins of the flesh must be confessed and forsaken. Yes, the sins of the flesh must be condemned in the flesh and left at the loving cross of our Savior. Amen. Today's episode, we have two segments. Now that we have discussed the sins of the flesh, we're going to have a Bible study on righteousness by faith, number one. And number two, we're going to explain Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1 through 2, and how it relates to what's happening today. Darkness in the world and the people. Give me a quick moment and I'll be right back. The Bible says in Psalms 37, verse 5 and 6, Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as light, and thy judgment as a noonday. Praise the Lord. Welcome back. Segment number one, titled Righteousness by Faith. Let's go. As COVID-19 continues to make its way in our society, only Jesus can give us power to stand against COVID-19 and its policies. There are many Christians in America and all around the world who are bowing down to this vaccine by injecting this poison into the body, some knowingly and some unknowingly. What happened to faith? What happened to righteousness? Christians are called to exercise righteousness by faith. Let's define faith and righteousness based on the Bible. Number one is faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That is Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Number two is righteousness. And righteousness is right doing. Look at 1 John chapter 3, verse 7. The Bible says, Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. So taking the COVID-19 vaccine is not faith. Sunday keeping is not faith, nor is it righteousness. Righteousness is found in the law of faith. In the Bible, 
there are three types of written laws. Number one, the law of Moses, Deuteronomy 31, verse 24. The law of Moses was written in a book and placed outside the ark. Number two, the Ten Commandment law, Exodus 31, verse 18. The eternal law of God was written with the finger of God and placed inside the ark. And number three, the law of faith, that is Hebrews chapter 10, verse 16. The law of faith is written by God on the heart of man and the mind of man. The law of Moses was nailed to the cross. Look at Colossians chapter 2, verse 14. Let me be clear. Man is no longer under the law of Moses. Again, it was nailed to the cross. If you want another witness to prove what I'm saying is true, Go to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 15. Many pastors and church leaders suggest that the Ten Commandment law is not binding, but this is far from the truth. The Ten Commandments reveal to us that we are sinners. The Bible says in Romans chapter 3, verse 20, it says, Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is knowledge of sin. My brother, my sister, without the Ten Commandments, we would not have a definition of sin. If there is no definition of sin, what is the purpose of a Savior? Our Lord Jesus came to save us from the grip and bondage of sin. Okay, okay. Please turn with me to Galatians chapter 3, verse 23 to 24. Let me explain. Please hear me, brothers and sisters. Before faith comes, we are all under the law of sin. When we are under the law of sin, we lie, we steal, we murder, we backbite, we gossip. But now faith has been revealed to us. The Ten Commandments' purpose is to be our instructor, showing us that our deeds of murder, stealing, lying, gossip, backbiting, do not reflect the character of our holy God. So when we are convicted by the Ten Commandment law, we mourn because it shows us our need for Jesus. When we are convicted by God of our murder, of our stealing, of our lying, and our backbiting, we confess our sins. God forgive us of our sins. When God forgive us of our sins, he declare us righteous. When God declare us righteous, We go and sin no more. God does not want us to remain in sin. He gives us victory over sin, but we must believe in the gospel. Friends, the Christian experience is that we come to God as we are, but we leave the presence of God submitted and ready to do the righteous deeds of the law by faith through the Spirit of God. This is righteousness by faith in Jesus we must have to enter the heavenly kingdom. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 3, verse 9, And be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. My brother, my sister, our righteousness does not come from keeping the Ten Commandments. If there was a law in the Ten Commandments that could save us, 
then righteousness would come from keeping the Ten Commandments. It's clear that righteousness comes by faith through the Spirit of God, according to Galatians chapter 5, verse 5. We are under the everlasting covenant, and the everlasting covenant is God writing His Ten Commandments in our heart so we love them and in our mind so that we do them in righteousness by the Spirit. And God has made a promise to us that when He write His laws in our heart and in our mind, He will not remember our sins and lawless deeds. What an awesome God we serve in Christ Jesus. Dear listener, God will not remember our sins because we fulfilled the Ten Commandments that condemn us by the law of faith. Oh yes. So our lies turn to truth. Our murder turn to life. Our complaining turn to long-suffering and so on. This is righteousness by faith. Righteousness by faith is living and walking by the law of the Spirit. The law of the Spirit is the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. And they that are in Christ have crucified the flesh with affections and lust. So is the Pope abiding by the Bible when he states such deceitful things like sins of the flesh? Aren't that serious? God forbid. The sins of the flesh must be condemned and crucified and the deeds of the Spirit of Jesus is glorified. Amen. Friends, the reason the Lord wanted me to share this topic is because there are many Christians today who do not understand righteousness by faith, so they bow down to COVID-19 and its policies. If we are not standing on righteousness by faith in this COVID-19 health crisis, we will accept the mark of the beast. How so? In the book, Christian Service, page 157, paragraph 2, it says, those who have yielded step by step to worldly demands and conform to worldly customs will then yield to the powers that be rather than subject themselves to derision, insults, threatened imprisonment, and death. End quote. Final segment, Darkness in the World. Let's go. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1 through 2, Arise and shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Darkness is covering this earth and the people and it's only going to get worse. Friends, 2020 was the year of the mask. 2021 was the year of the vaccine. I strongly believe that 2022 is going to be the year of the mandates. Please listen to this short clip as Washington, D.C. requires proof of vaccination. Please listen. 
Washington, D.C. is ramping up on COVID-19 restrictions in an effort to control the record-setting daily number of coronavirus cases. Mayor Muriel Bowser announced yesterday that starting mid-January, people 12 and older will be required to show proof of vaccination to eat indoor ven- at indoor venues, such as restaurants, bars and gyms, and uh, to enter them. And Mayor Bowser joins us now. Uh, Madam Mayor, it's good to have you on the show. Uh, this variant is Thank highly transmissible. I have yet to um, ask a doctor if masking even works with this variant. It's Cut that. The signs of the times are here. The supply chain issues, labor shortages, immorality, climate change, and the COVID-19 vaccines. These events lead to the final event, which is the recognition of Sunday. Sunday enforced by law is the mark of the beast. This is where the world is headed. Can you see that liberty of conscience is being threatened? Darkness is covering the earth and the people, but those who are standing for righteousness by faith in Jesus, the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Amen. Friends, have you heard of the ecumenical movement? Call the renewal. My brother, my sister, I'm going to do an episode on this movement because this movement is very important to understand who they are, what their plans are, and what they are promoting. And what they are promoting is Sunday. This movement is the image of the beast, and the image of the beast is almost completely formed. By God's grace, I will discuss this more in the next episode. Stay tuned. Moving on. Our Lord Jesus is the light. And according to Isaiah, chapter 49, verse 6, God has called his servants to be light to the Gentiles. All of the apostles of God understood this. Please turn with me to Acts, chapter 13, verse 47. The Bible says, For so hath the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set thee to be light to the Gentiles, that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. My brother, my sister, we have work to do. We must hold on to the light. We must study the light, share the light to a dying world. Let our light shine, being the example of righteousness that's only found by faith in Jesus Christ. And always remember, faith, hope, and love is forever. And the greatest of these is love. Until we meet again, by God's grace, God bless.